Hello and welcome to Acts of Volition Radio, session number 22. I'm a bit out of my element when I'm recording this session. I'm usually at home in my living room on my couch. But tonight I've been kicked out of my house because, see, it's a Saturday night and I'm getting married this coming Friday, so in six days. And tonight uh, my bride-to-be and several of her friends have taken over my house. That's where the bachelorette or stagette party is happening. So they're like... My house right now is full of ladies and various baked goods in phallic shapes. So of course I couldn't be there. So I'm actually at my office right now, sitting in my at my desk and um, soaking it in because I'm not going to be here for a little while. I'm going to be going on a bit of a vacation, uh, going to Europe um, with my. Well, I guess she'll be my wife. That's going to take a bit of getting used to. Anyhow, so kicked out of my house uh, while there's a uh, stagette party. Thought I'd make some radio. First song I'm going to play is by a band called Mew. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but that must be it. It's M-E-W. And this is a band from Denmark, from Copenhagen. The recommendation comes, I was reading an interview by Nuno Betancourt. Some of you bells will be going off. He's the guitar player from Extreme. He's in a new band called Population One, which I might play in a couple in an upcoming session. But I was just reading an interview that said, "What are you listening to these days?" And he said, "Great band from Denmark called Mew, and they really are a great band. They have a bit of that sort of math sound that, um, not like math rock, but just sort of that calculated those rhythms, marching rhythms that you, you and melodies that you hear in a band like Muse. It's almost like." you hear like a Fibonacci sequence going on or something, but just good melodies, good hard rock. Um, the song I'm going to play is called Am I Rye? No, and it's from their album Frangers. The band's called Mew.
You can always count on Nuno Betancourt for a good music recommendation. That was Mew. And the, the whole album's quite good. And that was, you know, that's one of my favorite songs from the album, but it was really impressive. Uh, new album out, uh, I guess it was last month now, from MXPX, who I've played a few times before. I've always been a big fan. I've been listening to these guys forever. Um, their new album is just sort of straight up pop punk music like they've always been doing um when i first listened to it it just kind of sounded like more of the same it's a bit of a throwback to some of their earlier work it's a bit more raw less polished uh, less you know less sort of studio produced but as i listened to it more and more the songs really grew on me and it's there's really good solid songwriting here um the song i'm gonna play is called heard that sound and it's from their new album came out in june called panic Without a window to say flow I did my time in here without you Slept on the floor down and now they say Leave me back home under the marquee from their new album Panic the song's called Heard That Sound and the whole album's really solid uh, there's actually a uh, that whole MX, MXPX album there's a song that was co-written and I think he sings on it with uh, one of the guys from Blink-182 so if you can stand that really pop punk stuff which I have a real weakness for then it's, it's really solid now the, the Live 8 concerts happened this what it was it was about a week or two ago now 
and uh, there were some actually some really good performances there. And I thought one of the strong performances was Coldplay. Um, now their new album X and Y is out, and it's really huge. It's like giant blockbuster hit, and uh, it hardly needs a little hokey internet radio show to go promoting it. Um, and I've never actually been a huge Coldplay fan. You know, some of the radio songs are catchy, um, but it always seemed a little bit bland to me. But uh, around their, uh, the, when I think it was the last album that came out, it had the song In My Place on it. I was impressed by the fact that they had these sort of mid-tempo songs, nothing catchy in them, uh, but they were good. I mean, it's easy to, it, well, not easy, but it, you can see how it would be easier to write a hit song that has a really catchy hook or there's just some gimmick to it. And these songs don't have any gimmick. They're just plain old pop songs. Uh, and if you can do that and still write a good song, then I think you're doing something really well. And that's what this new album does. I Like I said, I was never a huge Coldplay fan, but it there were some really, really good songs on this album. And I think by far the best song on the album, and I heard it is the one I'm going to play here for you. I heard them in an interview with the guys, and they said... Uh, this was the first real song that came together, and the rest of the albums was sort of built out around it. Um, it was funny, too, because there's some backup vocals in this um, to great effect, and the the uh, guitar player and the drummer and the bass player were joking that they all had to learn to sing and play their instruments at the same time, which they hadn't done before, something I could never do. The song is called Fix You, and uh, it, it was one of the songs that they played at the uh, Live Aid concert, sorry. And it just gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it's that good. So here it is. It's Coldplay from the new album X and Y with Fix You. When you try your best but you don't succeed When you get what you want but not what you need when you feel so tired but you can't sleep Stuck in rivers And the tears come streaming down your face When you lose something you can't replace When you love someone to waste Could it be worse Lights will guide you home And ignite your bones And I
played it really well live at the at the uh, live eight show now speaking of live music i, I did a acts of volition radio session all about live music it was one of the earlier sessions three or four i think and i actually played a song from the pearl jams uh live on two legs dvd which was them performing in the uh, madison square gardens in new york and i played the last song which was uh, yellow lead better one of their b-sides great song but I'm going to play this to you, play for you today the song that actually came right before that from that same DVD. And uh, I have a bit of an embarrassing confession to make. Now, this is a cover of Baba O'Reilly by The Who. And, like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't, I just didn't, I don't know anything about The Who. I just, I mean, this, I had heard the song a couple times before, but I didn't know who it was. And, and the first time I really fell in love with the song was hearing it on this DVD from Pearl Jam, which is pretty embarrassing. But um, I don't know. What can I say? I'm only 26 years old. And it's a great song, great performance of it. And at this concert, uh, Pearl Jam, uh, they had the Buzzcocks open for them. And some of the guys from the Buzzcocks come out and play on them with this, uh, on this, uh, this track. And it's very visual on the DVD because this is near the end of the concert. It's an encore, and they're just having a good time. It's just fun to watch. Like, you smile while you watch this. And I'm hoping, and I think, that you can actually hear that. It comes across in the music. I'm going to leave a bit of the introduction so you can get a bit of the mood. So this is Pearl Jam's cover of the Who classic, Bob O'Reilly, recorded live at the Madison Square Gardens in New York. These guys are the bollocks. Before we start this next one, uh, again for the Buzzcocks. That was Tony. And uh, if it weren't for the Buzzcocks, who knows, we might sound like uh, Good Charlotte or something that sounds like. Oh, they're good. It just sounds like. It sounds like. Well, it tastes like a popsicle that's been stuck up somebody's ass, but that's my opinion. Some people are into that. Who am I to say? But just to say that uh, Buzzcocks were a huge influence on us, and to play with them tonight, obviously, it's a huge honor, and to have them play here means a lot. So Mr. Steve Diggle on guitar. We send this out to John Entwistle, Pete Townsend. John, who we miss. Pete, you're still the best.
Thank you. It's a memorable night. Appreciate it. Good night. Goodbye. And as that song fades out, they lead into their song Yellow Lead Better on that concert. So it's a great DVD. Um, there's also a, a guest performance uh, with of the song Indifference, and uh, Ben Harper comes out and plays with them, and it's really good. Now, I've played a couple of songs before on Acts of Volition Radio by Catherine Wheel, some of their heavier stuff, which is kind of what they're better known for. These guys are they're truly one of my favorite bands. Um, and I'm going to play another one. I have to. I'm going to keep educating you on, on the wonders that are Catherine Wheel. The one I'm going to play today is from their 1997 album called Adam and Eve. It's a very sort of Pink Floyd-influenced uh, album. Um, <laughs> this is another embarrassing uh, admission about cover songs of, of rock classics that I didn't know about. Um, they do a cover of Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. They do that on their Cats and Dogs B-Sides uh, disc and uh, I actually assumed it was a Catherine Wheel original, which again embarrassing. But um, but there's definitely a heavy heavy in- influence there. If you didn't know the original, you'd definitely think it was one of theirs. No. Now this album, Adam and Eve, I got it. I can remember clearly. I got it as a Christmas gift in uh, which I had asked for in uh, 1997, and mm, my sister had gotten a new CD player, so I stole her new CD player and well, not literally and uh, locked myself in my bedroom, as any good teenager would. And uh, I listened to this album straight through, over and over. Uh, The song I'm going to play is called Broken Nose, and it just builds beautifully. Uh, But the whole album, it fits together like, you know, in the same way that uh, Radiohead's OK Computer fits together. It's quite remarkable. The song Broken Nose by Catherine Wheel. Too long 
my favorite albums ever. It's from it's Catherine Wheel from the Adam and Eve. Now this next band, they're called Self, and I know very little about them. I think it was my friend Dan James who turned me on to them. I don't know when he got the, uh, I don't know, he just lent me the disc or something like that. And I've never heard anything anything from them since. Uh, this album, the album is called Subliminal Plastic Motives. It came out in 1995. And uh, they remind me a lot of uh, Soul Coffin and uh, the vocal styles sort of touch on Jellyfish, who I've played here before. The song I'm going to play is called Sophomore Jinx, and it's, it's really clever. It's a great song. and It's got a really weird sort of rock pop, uh, but very studio sort of cut up sound to it. What else can I say? Self Sophomore Jinx.
myself with sophomore jinx. You've probably heard the doves before. I'm not sure if they're doves or the doves. They have a new album out that I'm actually not too familiar yet, and I've, I've heard really good things about it, but I didn't want to play anything from it yet because I just don't know. I just haven't had a chance to take it in yet. But I've always been haunted by the song from their, their 2002 album, The Last Broadcast, by the song There Goes the Fear. It just has a really haunting melody, and like most of the stuff by the Doves, it has that sort of weird electric acoustic sound to it that makes it sound... I don't know, it makes it sound like it was just mixed together with all kinds of weird uh, overdubs or something like that. But the strange thing is, I heard them perform on uh, KCRW, the Morning Becomes Eclectic show, and it was one of their streaming webcasts that they had video of the performances as well on their website. And you can probably find this on the KCRW website. Um, And it's just these three guys and they were making this amazing sound that that makes up the album so i guess it's really not that there aren't that many studio tricks or that much overdubbing behind it i mean one guy sort of he plays the guitar halfway through the song he stops and he picks up a snare drum and he starts playing and they just had this amazing sound Um, but it's really it's just the melody and sort of the driving rhythm underneath that that gets me about this song and i'm looking forward to listening to the new album as well so here it is doves with There Goes the Fear.
There Goes the Fear by the Doves. Now, speaking of fear, as I mentioned at the opening of the show, I'm getting married next week. And I don't know if I'd call it fear, but I'm definitely, I definitely got some anxiety. Um, weddings are weird. Like everyone just, you know, there's a lot of stress and family members are coming out of the woodwork. And I don't actually feel nervous about it, but I know that I am. Like I'm just getting a little less sleep. Sorry, loud motorcycles are driving by outside. Getting a little less sleep. Um, my, you know, I've just got a temper. Uh, I've got a really short temper and I'm just kind of edgy. And it's just, I know that I'm nervous underneath. Uh, but it's getting close enough that I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm going to be gone for a bit, so there'll be no, although I've never really had a schedule for Axe Volition Radio, but I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks and maybe I'll discover some new music. And looking forward to getting away, looking forward to coming back. So I have one more song for you by U2. I mean, I don't know if you can call it a classic, but it's from the Joshua Tree, and I don't know if it, I don't know if enough people know this song. It's, is they should. It's fantastic. It's, it's the second track on the Joshua Tree, and it's called Van Diemen's Land. And I always assumed it was a cover song, and I'm still not quite sure, but apparently it's not. Uh, I'm not totally certain of that, but I did a little digging, um, and I looked up Van Diemen's Land on the web, and the first result was an entry on the Wikipedia about Van Diemen's Land, not the song, but just the terminology itself. And apparently it's a term that the uh, Europeans used f- to describe Tasmania, which is an island off of Australia. And it was a penal colony in the late 1800s. Um, and there's a mention on the Wikipedia site about that Van Diemen's Land is the title of the, I'm just, I'm reading here, title track of the Rock Band U2's album, a second track for the Rock Band U2's album, Rattle and Hum. And it says the song was composed by The Edge and U2. So maybe it is an original haunting song. And the video that accompanies it, when you watch uh, the Rattle and Hum movie, they're playing in like, I don't know if it's, it's like a warehouse or some kind of weird empty old building. And the camera circles around and it's just The Edge up there with his guitar. And the guy's voice is amazing. So not your run-of-the-mill U2. And I'm going to go get married. This is Van Diemen's Land. Thanks for listening. Hold me now. Oh, hold me now. Till this Yeah.